Sorry, guys. I'm a, uh, sorry, guys. I was just drinking some water right there. <clears throat> I just got done watching um, Adam's. I was watching um, Adam's live in, uh, right before I came on to start this right here, guys. So, yeah. Sorry about that. I was just I was just busy doing that right before, literally right before I started this. I, I was watching my, my Adam's show and uh, before, right before I came on to do this. So, I'm, I'm back at it right here. I'm doing this right here. Everything's going well, guys. All right, everyone. Welcome to the Ray Infinity Show podcast. I'm your host, Ray. And this is episode number 83. And I got a good episode for you guys here today. We're going to be talking about Elon Musk and DeSantis. Because as you guys know, recently on Twitter, Elon Musk was asked if he would back DeSantis for 2024. As you know, for president in 2024. Someone asked Elon that on Twitter. And Elon said, of course he would. Like it was really, really, in- really interesting. Um, I'm almost. I'm not really surprised that he they said he would back DeSantis. I mean, personally, I'm backing Trump because um, I think Trump is the best per- person, per- best person suited for it. But like, um, if not Trump, DeSantis would be the next best option, at least in my opinion. But but like, yeah, I think the I I do not. I just hope DeSantis decides not to, not to run into 2024 because. It would just put him and Trump at odds against each other, which is some that's something that the left wants to happen. They clearly want that to happen. Why do they want it to happen? Because it would divide the country and put everyone and put us all against each other. Because then you would have a civil war among the Republican Party. And I do not want that to happen whatsoever, but we're on the verge of that happening. So yeah, it's sad to see that. <laughs> all right, guys. Right before I'm gonna get right into start talking about this, make sure to go check out the Ray Studios merchandise store right here. I got the check out the Ray Studios merchandise right here. I got every uh, spring.com. I got everything from shirts, bottles, and sweat sweatshirts and everything. A lot of fun stuff right here. The Ray Studios merchandise is some of the best stuff that I have. Also, the mug, I also got a good cool mug right here. And also have an ultimate MAGA shirt, which I love this one. It's probably my favorite piece of out of all of these. I also got this the Biden Fetterman 2024 shirt. <laughs> and also an Aurora um, Abrams 2024 shirt. Like this stuff is hilarious right here. I was just having so much fun just when I was making this right here. So yeah, guys, every link, please go check out the Race Studios merchandise store at spring.com. Link is in the description below. All right. Yeah. Uh, hey, hey, Metalopoly. <laughs> Thanks for stopping by, brother. Like I said, I was watching um, Adam's um, stream right there, but right as I was getting ready to come back on to do this. So, yeah. But, yeah, thanks, man. I'm, I'm, I'm glad I'm streaming again, and I'm glad you're here to watch, man. Like, like um, yeah. So, yeah, thanks for coming by. Yeah. Like, right when I get off, right when I get done streaming here, because this is not going to be a long video, but, like, when I get done, I'm going to probably go check check out Adam's um, stream again um, if it's if he's still doing that, that doing it at the time. I might. I'll pro- I, that's probably probably you do. <laughs> All right, here. Let me bring up the first article right here about the, um, about the, about the main subject here. Come on. Right here. And this is coming from Breitbart, everyone. This is where, <laughs> yep, Biden Fetterman 2024 Metalopoly. It's a no-brainer. <laughs> you know, Adam, he has a, a Biden Fetterman um, 2024 shirt, too. He created one on his merchandise store, and he got the idea from me because he saw mine. So, yeah, like he, his looks more like an accurate um, like political shirt. Mine doesn't, but the thing is, I just went into like a Google um drawings and just made that. He he made it in a professional app, so yeah. So it, it just is what it is. So yeah, but yeah. <laughs> All right, here this article is from Breitbart. Elon Musk backed Ron DeSantis in 2024. Like I said, I'm not really surprised that um um Elon is backing DeSantis. Like 
Elon's not the kind of person that would back Trump. He he just isn't. And I think that it's pretty obvious that he would not back Trump. DeSantis is someone who he would back more of. Like like I said before, DeSantis is more he's a younger version of Trump. But this, what's separate, but what the only difference is that DeSantis doesn't say like a lot of the weird stuff that Trump says or the stuff that Trump shouldn't say all the time. It's like as much as I love Trump, he does say a lot of stuff that he probably should not say. There's a lot they shouldn't say, but he does it. Like the Stormy Daniels thing, talking also talking about like I'm putting stuff in your blood, or you guys know what I'm talking about with um to to like kill people from something. I'm not going to say what that is, but you know what I'm ref- well well no it's not it's not that. But what I'm trying to say is like um re- I forgot what it was called, but like um some cleaning product, like talking about that maybe that can like cure something. I forgot exactly what the exact thing he said, but it was something along those lines right there. So, but. I, th- I agree that was not the best thing he should not he shouldn't have said he should not have said that whatsoever but he did it so it is what it is so yeah but like but like um DeSantis like he does pretty much everything that that Trump does a uh, pretty much of it but except he does he just doesn't say a lot of the weird stuff that that Trump says so that's what separates some um, DeSantis from Trump and like I said I would prefer Trump in 2024 and then DeSantis in 2028 because I'd rather have like um 12 years of conservatism than 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 four or eight years. That's just my view because Trump still can run for one more term and being president for four more years. DeSantis can only be president for eight years. So yeah, I'd rather have Trump first and then DeSantis. Or what my hopes my hope is is that um DeSantis will be Trump's VP in 2024, but that's looking less and less likely. I just I hope it happens, but. Because of this, like, um, little civil war that's being that the media is fueling between Trump and DeSantis, it's just gonna—it's almost n- not gonna happen because it's just dividing the country more and more. Well, not the country, but the the people on the the right more than anyone else. So, yeah, yeah. But yeah, let's go start reading into this. <clears throat> Elon Musk, the CEO of Tesla, SpaceX, and now Twitter, has said he would support Ron DeSantis in a 2024 presidential primary although it's still it's it's still unclear if the florida governor intends to run asked on twitter the platform he now owns if he would support ron desantis in 2024 musk responded in the affirmative while stressing that platform should be fair to all yeah and proud elephant i love this account on twitter you guys should go um follow him because he this this guy is pretty cool right here and like he 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 met, he, said, he told asked this, he asked um, Musk on Twitter this he says would you support Ron DeSantis in 2024 Elon then Elon responded saying yes so yeah yeah but look, but look like what he said right here he said yes and then down here he 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 said this part he says but Twitter as a platform must be fair to all and I 100 percent agree with that. Like, I don't want some right wing echo chamber or left wing echo chamber. Like I said, I like, look, I'm glad that we, that truth's out there. I'm glad that parlors out there, the Gab, Mines, all these, Cloud Hub, all these are out there. But the thing is, here's what, here's the thing though about it they're echo chambers. Whether anyone likes it or not, Truth is, Gab is, Mines is, Parlor, Cloud Hub, they're all echo chambers. That's, there's no debate right there. That's why, that's why, um, we need to have Twitter and why Trump needs to come back to Twitter. He's unbanned, but he won't post there and he needs to post there. If Trump has any chance of winning in 2024, he needs to post on Twitter, not just on truth because truth is an echo chamber. And you're only reaching to that. You're um, to your own people. You have to reach out to other people. 
That's the main reason he won in, 20, in 2016 this was because he was able to bypass the media with these social with these with social media with like Twitter and Facebook and YouTube. He was able to buy, able to bypass the media and go directly to the people, and so and so he's not posting there right now. So I just hope he gets back gets his act together. Like like Milo said when he went on Tim Pool show, like he says Trump for the last year. Or so has not been at the. He's not been the best. He has not been the best in this past year as he keeps clinging to the past. And I agree, he keeps clinging to it. We need to, we need to not like um. What we need to do, we need to at least be able to move forward. We have to move forward, or we or there's not going to be anything we can do. We need to move forward so we can make a better future. That's the only way we have any chance of winning in 2024 or any time else. Sorry, guys, I met the camera was off there a little bit. I'm trying to fix it right there, but yeah, we we need to move. To, we need to move forward so we can to, to re, so we can re, fix this country better. We have to. That's why he, that's why Milo says um he hopes he gets his mojo back. And if Trump once he gets his mojo back, like um Trump will just be undeniably the not only the best person to run in 2024, but there's he'll be undeniably the best person out of any candidate in 2024 and, and including DeSantis. Like um, I told Osiris this multiple times, like um, Trump in 2020 was not the same guy he was in 2016. It was a mistake because in 2016, he, he appealed to people because he ran more as an independent, even though he was running as a Republican, he was still running. He looked he, the way he was acting and bringing himself himself out was more like an independent. And 2020, he was more he was more like a traditional he was more like a Republican, which was a big mistake, which why a lot of people didn't vote for him and turn, why they turned away from him. So Trump needs to get his mojo back that he had in 2016 if he has any chance to win, and he needs to get back on Twitter so he can have a chance to win. Because without twi- without getting back to the mainstream platforms, and if Mo- Trump does not get his mojo back, he has a zero percent chance. Like the, the, this is the only way. Only only way we can win is if Trump does this. We need him to do this. So I hope he does. And so, yeah, right. And, and continuing with the article, <clears throat> Musk describes himself as a moderate Republican. Hmm. Uh, hmm. Moderate Republican. I mean, compared, I mean, because with how far the left has gone today, it could you can make it make a case for that that he looks like it, but he's actually not a moderate Republican. He's a he's a he's he's clearly a liberal. That he's clearly someone on the left. That's there's no doubt with that. No, a moderate Republican is someone who's barely on the right. Now with um, the left going as far left as they have, then it makes it seem like Musk is on the right and is a moderate rep- Republican, but he truly is not. He's a liberal. On what the definition of a liberal is, that is what Elon is. He is a he he with all his policies. He is what here's the definition of a liberal li, of liberalism. It's a free open society with and like pretty much do whatever you want as long as you stay within some boundaries. That's what liberalism. Well, almost completely. Uh, libertarian is completely liberalism is almost completely is what I should say. So that's what Elon is. So yeah, yeah. So right here, he told <clears throat> Musk describes himself as a, as a moderate as a moderate Republican. A relatively recent development, he told followers he reluctantly backed Biden over Trump in 2020. Wow, I that part I was not aware of. So yeah, the fact that Musk backed um, Biden in 2020, that tells me something right there. Something is really off right there. So, yeah, it's pretty weird stuff that's going on right here. Pretty, pretty weird stuff. So I'll have to look more into it. So, yeah, so, yeah. 
but was disappointed with the administration. Mm -hmm. And this is um, his um, tweet right here. As a reminder, I was a significant supporter of the Obama-Biden presidency and reluctantly voted for Biden over Trump. <sighs> yeah, I, I, like I've said, I, I hope a lot of the people that voted for Biden, they, they, they realize they get what they get now because they are the ones who brought this on. Like with, with the inflation, the economy, the war in Ukraine, the botched Afghanistan withdrawal, like this is all on on the left on the left because they voted for Biden. If it, if they had at least looked more at what was going on at the time, at least like looked at things, we could look because looked how how things were much better in 2020 compared to how it was in 2016. They would they should have realized that, but because of the media, they turned away from that and they voted for Biden. And so they voted for a guy who didn't even campaign, a guy who doesn't, uh, okay, who, a guy who didn't even, who can't even speak. Like, um, he, like, he, he can't even speak. Like, if you look at all, everything that he's done in the past two years, it's, it, it's comic, it's almost comical. Like, it's, you almost feel bad for the guy that he's even doing this. So, yeah, I, I don't like it. I, it just is, it is what it is. So, yeah. Yeah, but freedom of speech is the bedrock of a strong um, democracy and must um, take precedence. So, yeah, well, then again, we are not a democracy. We are a constitutional republic, Elon. I wish I could talk to Elon and, and explain this stuff to him because I would get him to understand this. Like, um, we, you have to, uh, I'm glad you're appealing more to, to, the, to everyone, but you also need to, what I think you need to do, like bring Alex Jones back too. You bring Alex Jones, bring Milo Bring um, Gavin McGinnis, bring all of those guys back and let them have a voice. You allowed Kathy Griffin to come back, even though she's done a lot of stuff that um, makes you really question why she would be allowed to. Like, um, remember the shrunken, remember she had a, a photo, she posted a photo on Twitter of holding, a, holding up a shrunken head of Trump, who was a sitting president at the time. Yeah, and she was not, and she's allowed back on Twitter. Like I said, like I think she should be allowed on Twitter personally. But if you're going to allow her, you definitely need to allow Alex Jones back on. That is my opinion. You know, if you're if you're allowing her back on and not Alex Jones, I'm like, come on, man. What what are you trying to do right here? It makes no sense. So yeah, yeah. My preference for the 2024 presidency is someone sensible and centrist. Well, Ron DeSantis is not a centrist. He's not. He's some. He's he's a conservative. Conservative. A conservative is someone who is on on the right and on a good center right. Well, not in the middle, but like at least a good portion on the right is what I should say. I should rephrase it like that. I had hoped that would be the case for the Biden administration, but has had been disappointed so far. Ah, uh, like Elon, Elon, Elon. I wish you could have came around so much sooner than you have right now. I really, really wish you had. But you haven't, so look where we got right now. Yeah. The billionaire came out as a Republican um, earlier this year. Hmm. I, well, I, I do remember he said he was going to be voting Republican for the first time this year. I do remember that. And for um, in the special election for the Texas 34th um, Congressional District in June. I, I do remember that. But, like, um, he's not a Republican by any means. He just voted for that because he, because of how far left that the, this current administration is and how far left the Democrats are in Congress right now. That's just how it is. Since taking over Twitter, Musk has moved quickly to restore major conservative accounts that have been banned, most notably of former president Donald Trump. 
So yeah, I'm glad he unbanned Trump. I'm glad he allowed him back on. So, but he's still not allowing Alex Jones, Gavin McGinnis, or Milo back on. So yeah. Following a recent poll of his followers on the topic, Musk announced an amnesty for all users who had have previously been banned for violations other than illegal activity or spam, outrageous spam. So yeah. Musk's announcement comes shortly after he launched a poll asking Twitter users to vote on reinstatement for accounts that have not broken the law or engaged in erogious spam. 72% of those that answered the poll voted yes. Mm -hmm. And then Musk retweeted, the people have spoken. Amnesty begins next week. Hmm. Vox Populi? Populi? I, I believe I'm saying that correctly. I don't know. Vox Del D using a Latin phrase that means the voice of the people, the voice of God. Hmm. Musk used the same phrase after reinstating former President Donald Trump to the platform. Trump has said he will not be returning to Twitter, but has not deleted his account. I hope he gets it back. I just, I hope he gets it back. So. He gets because if we have any to have any chance of winning, we need Trump back on Twitter. There, there, there's no denying that. Anyone who says otherwise has no idea what they're even talking about right there. Musk's ambitious <coughs> ambitions to restore free speech to Twitter have led to a backlash from advertisers, with a th third of the platform's major advertisers pulling out, aka Pfizer. <laughs> Leftists, including Twitter's former top censor have also pointed to regulators in the Apple and Google app stores as, as potential mechanisms to restrain free speech on the platform. And it wouldn't matter to Elon because Elon is so rich that he could like um, 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 deal without Google and Apple. But then again, can we trust Elon? I don't know if we can. I, have, I, I don't know if Elon is any trustworthy. I, just, I don't know about that whatsoever. Is he trustworthy? We'll have to wait and see. But the fact that he has not unbanned Alex Jones or Milo or Gavin McGinnis and a few others. So, yeah, I'm going to have to think more about that. So, yeah. <laughs> I just hope he gets everything back, all of them back. But <laughs> you guys are actually pretty funny right there. Talking about every Metal Apple and Fenwick. You guys are talking about, talking about your Thanksgiving, what you guys had for Thanksgiving. Like, yeah. I'm glad you guys had great a great Thanksgiving. All you guys did. Thank you guys for that. I had a great Thanksgiving too. I, I went over to my grandmother, my grandma's, my great grandma was there as well. So was my sister, and we had a great time. We had a really great time, and like I, I, I got to, I got to spend time with my family and all that. It had some delicious food though. And to be honest, I actually only had two plates. To be honest, I didn't eat that much because uh, I. Past Thanksgivings, I've eaten a lot, but this this Thanksgiving, I didn't eat much. I only had two plates, and surprisingly, I didn't have any pie either. I did not have any pie, which is shocking because that's never happened before until this one time. So I'm trying to work on some stuff, but uh, well, Fenwick, I'm not a person who's into. I don't like um, I don't like um, sweet potato pie. As a matter of fact, I don't like anything sweet potato. I cannot I I cannot stand sweet potatoes. My favorite pie, I love pumpkin pie. Oh my god, I love pumpkin pie. And I had and I didn't have any because I needed to stay away from that. And there was also some chocolate pie too. And I had to stay away from the chocolate pie as well. So yeah. <laughs> but yeah, like getting back to the next topic here, though it from e Elon backing DeSantis over Trump. I just hope um things I just hope um <laughs> 
Hey, hey, Fenwick, I don't have a problem with that. You can say whatever you want. I'm just, I'm glad because I want to have fun on my channel. I want all you guys to have fun. Like, be, I want you to say what you want. I just, like, I don't want this to just be talking about that. If you guys want to talk about it like that, I will. Because guess what? I want to have fun on the show. I don't want to just, um, like, have it just be some boring show at times. I want to have some fun with it. So, yeah. Uh, <laughs> so, Metalopoly, is it crazy that I didn't have any pie? Or is it crazy that I don't like sweet potatoes? Um, Yeah. So yeah, mm -hmm. I, please let me know. Is it is it that I that I that that um, I didn't eat any pie, or is it that I didn't don't like sweet potatoes? I'd like to I would like to know that. So yeah, but yeah, like um, I I with Elon backing DeSantis, I think this it's clearly obvious that there's going to be a civil war in the Republican Party and on the and between conservatives as a whole, and this is something that the media wants and that uh oh come. Pumpkin pie is the best, man. Pumpkin pie is the best, Metalopoly. But yeah, but but between them, but like the media and the Democrats and these radical leftists, they want a civil war in the Republican Party and with conservatives. The reason is because it'll divide us up so much that we will never be able to win again. It's like the Teddy Roosevelt analogy. Teddy Roosevelt is the reason we got Woodrow Wilson as president. Because he ran third, because I'm like the Republicans would not nominate him over Taft. They nominated Taft, so Teddy Roosevelt decided he would run third party, and so because when he did would do that, Woodrow Wilson would win the presidency. So and it just divided the conservative vote. He, Teddy Roosevelt, he's one of the best presidents in my opinion we've ever had, in my opinion. But at the end of the day, you have to look at the fact he is the reason. Sorry about that. My camera's off again, guys. But you have to look at the fact that he's the reason we got Woodrow Wilson as president, who is arguably the worst president of all time between him and the current one right now. So, yeah. But, so, and like, Woodrow Wilson nearly destroyed this country. He he almost did. And, um, and the current guy, he's also destroying it as well. So, yeah. I don't mind pecan pies, Fenwick. I don't mind pecan. I, I love chocolate. I don't mind pecan. Uh, but I don't like sweet potato, so yeah. But yeah, getting into, but, but like, yeah, I just hope things work out. I, I hope Trump and DeSantis work out their differences. And like, I would actually prefer DeSantis be Trump's VP so that, so that, because if he is, then we'll be, there's no way we'll, we'll be able to lose in 2024 because it's putting the two big dogs together. And plus, with DeSantis as Trump's VP, it would appeal to a lot of people on the left to vote for Trump. It just would. So yeah, that's what it would be. All right, let's move. Let's um this this next topic ties directly into ties a little into this. As you guys know, Con, I'm a big fan of Kanye and and um a lot of other and like um Yay or Yay whatever you want to call him, I'm a fan of him. And as you guys know, he's gotten into like um his, some things been going on a lot with him right now. And as you guys know, he ran. He's also running for president in 2024. Okay. It's still hilarious just saying that. So yeah, like it was in 2020. It's still hilarious again. And like um as you guys recall, um the let the a few days ago, Kanye and um I believe it was Nick Fuentes. It was wasn't Nick Fuentes. They they went to Mar a Lago to have a meeting with Trump. And like basically tr basically from what I can tell, Trump was just giving them advice and stuff like that. That's from what I can tell. And a lot of things did happen and as you guys and for what I can tell, Trump was just giving mostly Kanye advice, and it ties directly into this right here. This is another another article from Breitbart. I'm going to be bringing it up right here. So yeah, Donald Trump, 
Kanye West a seriously troubled man that can't win in 2024? Obviously, we all know Kanye cannot win in 2024. It's still hilarious that he's even running right right here. Like, um, I think Kanye is a, I think he's a generally good person, but like, um, at the end of the day, he, it, I still think he shouldn't be running for president. First of all, it's almost, it's, it's still hilarious that he is, but it's, he, he, I don't know, I truly don't know. It's still, it's almost a joke, joke like, like it was a joke in 2020, but is it currently a joke now? Apparently it is. So yeah, like I'm um, right here. <clears throat> Former President Donald Trump dismissed Kanye West on Saturday as seriously troubled after the controversial rapper visited his home at Mar-a-Lago in Florida last week. Oh, it was last week. My mistake. So I help a seriously troubled man who just happens to be black. Um, um, yay, Kanye. This is um Trump's tweet, right? Um, um his truth on on Truth Social. I should say my mistake. <laughs> who has been decimated in his business and virtually everything else. And who has all, always been good to me by allowing his request for a meeting at Mar-a-Lago alone, so I can, can so so that I can give him very much needed advice. He shows up with three people, two of which I didn't know. The other, a political person who I haven't seen in years. I believe that's Nick Fuentes. I believe it could be. I don't know for a fact. I believe it's Nick Fuentes, though. I told him, "Don't run for office. A total waste of time. Can't win. Fake news went crazy." Obviously, we all know Kanye would have no chance. So yeah, uh, 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 right here. Let me bring this right up. Um, Kanye is. Um, this is from Fenwick. Um, Kanye is off his nut. I don't hate him at all, but still, yeah, I completely agree with you right there. Like, there's no need for him to run in 2024. Like, it's just it's almost a joke at this point. Like, he knows he has no chance. He knows that, but same thing in 2020. He knew he didn't have any chance. So yeah, especially anyone who runs as an independent has no chance anyway. Like um, Trump, I rem but now a lot of people would say, well, Trump, no one like Trump. Everyone thought he was a joke, and yes, including me, I thought Trump was a joke in 2016. But and 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 he won. Well, then again, when I look at it, he still ran as a Republican. Which um, whether anyone likes it or not, we still live in a, in a two party system: Republican and Democrat. Independents or libertarians have zero percent chance of ever winning any presidency. That's just a fact how it is, and nothing will ever will probably ever change that. And so, it, he, the fact that the the fact that Trump won, he he won because he like um appealed because I think a lot of that had to do because like how much people were pissed at Obama because like people did not like Obama. He's one of the most unpopular presidents of all time, and it just divided the country so much. And the fact that Trump appealed appealed to be more moderate, and like I said, he ran more as an independent. But as a like, a lot of people prefer people to be more centrist, and Trump was um, a little more centrist in 2016 than he was in 2020 because he ran more as an independent, even though he was running as a Republican. He 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 acted more like an independent, but ran as an as a Republican, is what I should say. And like that's why a lot of people appealed to him, and a lot of people didn't appeal to him in 2020 because he ran as a more as a Republican, which I said many times before that was a mistake. So yeah, but like I said, if you're running under the independent banner or under the libertarian banner, you have a zero percent chance of becoming president. That is just a fact. Like I know it's a sad thought, but that's just what it is. You can't change that. There's nothing you can do. Uh, uh, I'm looking at your guys's comments. Nick is either a national socialist 
or a Fed, and Milo is a known grifter. Both are liabilities that give Dems ammo against conservatives. Well, I can you can see an argument with Nick Francis with that. Uh, you could see a, you can make an argument with that, but I think Milo is a good guy. I think Milo truly is because like Milo was actually one of the guys who helped Trump get into office. If you don't, if you recall back in 2016, because he campaigned with Trump a whole lot, he was a big part of that. That's one of the main reasons that that's why. I'll, a lot of reasons why Trump was again got in because a lot of people who, who are these different people that were different from the establishment and Trump is still not establishment. He's not, but the main reason he, a lot of people grabbed it uh, moved away from it because he moved closer to a, a Republican, which is more closer to establishment. That's why a lot of people moved away from him. So yeah, Trump, like Milo said, if Trump gets his mojo back and he hopes he does, and he thinks he will, then Trump will have a really strong chance at 2024. He will. So yeah. Um, Kanye is a, okay, can't understand why Kanye is surrounding himself with these, yeah. I'm not, I, I'm not the biggest fan of Nick Fuentes. I'm not the biggest fan, but I also, I'm not the biggest fan, but I actually think he's a pretty interesting guy. I listen to his stuff whenever I can. Like, um, he also talked to him with, um, he did talk with Destiny, who I'm, who is someone who is on the left and actually someone who I am a fan of, and he actually debated him and he actually they had a great conversation and nick actually beat destiny in that debate he beat him you guys should go check that out whenever you can like um i he is nick nick could still be someone controlled this is there's still a good chance like uh, is he directly like a national socialist and you guys know what i'm saying right there i just can't say the the word on on youtube but you know what i'm referring to so i i don't know like i'll i will have to wait and see like um there's a, there has to be a reason why he was banned. There has to be a reason why. And like there has and like um Getter Getter there has to be a reason why Getter also banned him as well. There has to be a reason for that. They like um remember when Tim Pool destroyed the CEO of Getter when when he when he asked him why get when when he told him why um Nick was banned from Getter and Tim destroyed him on that con in that conversation and he couldn't really explain why he banned him other than like alluding to why. So yeah. Yeah. Oh, one second. Oh, yeah. Can you guys uh, get one second right here? Uh, hopefully this is working better. Okay, yeah, it's working, guys. Okay, sorry about that. I thought something happened right there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, but I, I do. But like, yeah, I don't know how to think of Nick or um. But I, but I do. But I'm a fan of Milo though. I am a truly fan of Milo. Although it was weird though, when you say like liability is. Something was weird though. Like um, as you guys know who Sam Cedar is, who is a leftist, who is someone I cannot stand whatsoever. He actually praised Milo when he when when Milo went on Tim Pool show and he destroyed Tim in that debate. Sam Cedar praised Milo, which is shocking to me because Milo like you think Milo is someone that Sam Cedar couldn't stand, but Sam Cedar was applauding um um Milo though when he when he destroyed Tim. He, like that was just pretty weird, guys. Like I don't know how to think of that. I truly have no idea how to think of that. It was pretty weird. So I'll have to look more into that. I I, I will have to. So yeah, because I don't, I truly don't know what to think of that. Huh. We can get into that maybe later though. No, about um, Sam Cedar and, and Milo thing. Trump commented on Wes's visit after a firestorm of media coverage that took place after the meeting when it, when it was revealed that Wes brought Nick Fuentes a someone who to a dinner as a guest. 
Like, um, my, Nick says a whole bunch of crazy stuff. He says some pretty wild stuff. Now, like, is it arguable that he is? It's, I, it's possible, but who knows? I don't know what to think of Nick. He could be. He could not be. I don't know. You that that's up for you guys to decide because I I truly don't know what about Nick that much I I don't know if whether to think about what to think about him with that I truly don't yeah in a statement Trump told Breitbart News on Friday after the meeting that he knew nothing about Fuentes and his views um I think I think Trump does know Nick I think he does he could be but who knows I think he does know about Nick. I, I believe he do, does. I could be wrong, but I think he does. On social media, Trump said that West was expected to come alone and did not know who West's guests were. Hmm. It's possible. It's possible. He shows up with three people, two of which I didn't know, the other a political person who I haven't seen in years, he wrote, referring to West's guests, which included former President Trump's aide, Karen Girono. Okay, he probably doesn't know who Nick Francis is then, who reportedly joined West's campaign and was with who was with Fuentes. Hmm. The former president also addressed West's, West's announcement that he would run for president in 2024. I told him, don't run for office. A total waste of time. Can't win, Trump recalled. And like you said, West cannot win. There's a 0% chance of that, especially with them running as an independent. West claimed in a video published on social media after the meeting with meeting that Trump was angry when he asked the former president to run with him as his vice president. Wait, 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 wait. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. This part I was not aware of. This part I was not aware of whatsoever. Kanye actually asked Trump if he would run as his vice president in 2024. That I was not aware of. This I I, I had no idea about that part. That it's almost it's shocking and hell almost and almost hilarious at the same time that um that Kanye asked Trump to run as as his VP in 2024. I have no idea about that. No idea. Uh. I might have to check that out later. I might check that out later, Metalopoly. I might. But yeah, I was not aware. Of, this part is news to me. I read that um, Nick and Kanye went to Mar-a-Lago, but I did not know that Kanye actually asked Trump to be um, his VP in 2024. I had no idea about that. None. So, so yeah. I, oh, my God. And I don't blame Trump for being angry about it. Like, I would, too, if I was Trump. I would be angry about this. So yeah, I'm gonna see if I, I I haven't watched the video of this, but I might play. I'm gonna play it right here just to see it. Right here. Uh, hopefully you guys can see it right here. I'm gonna play this video. Um, Kanye announcing he's running in 2024. His ad. Let's check this out. I think the thing that Trump was most perturbed about me asking him to be my vice president, I think that was like lower on the list of things that caught him off guard. It was the fact that I walked in with intelligence. So Trump is really impressed with Nick Fuentes. And Nick Fuentes, unlike so many of the lawyers and so many people that he was left with on his 2020 campaign, he's actually a loyalist. Oh. When he didn't know what the lawyers is, you'll still have your lawyer list. And when all the lawyers said, forget it, Trump's done, there are loyalists running up 
and the White House, right? And my question would be, why, when you had the chance, did you not free the January Sixers? And I came to him as someone who loves Trump, and I said, go and get Corey back. Go and get these people that the media tried to cancel and told you to step away from. He basically gives me this would-be mob-esque kind of story talking to some kid from the south side of Chicago, trying to sound mobby or whatever. He goes into the story about all that he went through to get Alice Johnson out of jail and how he didn't do it for Kim, but he Mm. did it for me. But then he goes on to say that Kim is a You can tell her I said that. And I was thinking like, that's the mother of my children. Wow. Since we know, and all the Christians in America that love Trump know that Trump is a conservative, Hmm. we're going to demand that you hold all policies directly to the Bible. When Trump started basically screaming at me at the table, telling me I was going to lose, I mean, has that ever worked for anyone in history? Tell <laughs> You're going to lose. Tell him he's going to lose. Yes, it has. I'm it like, has. Oh, well, hold, on, hold on, hold on, Trump. You're talking to Ye. Perfect. Okay, so, yes. Okay, there. Um. Oh, my God. Uh. So, I don't know. I don't know. Should... Can we trust Kanye? Can I don't know, guys. Can we actually trust Kanye now? I don't know. I truly don't know. The fact that he asked Trump to be his VP, so yeah. So yeah, yeah. Uh, I think the thing that Trump was more um, per, per, but yeah, we're more per- perturbed by I, I'm botching that, guys. I'm sorry. Me about me asking him to be my vice president. West said, I think that was like lower on the list of things that caught him off guard. Of course, it caught him off guard. He thought you were just coming there to give him so he could give you advice. He didn't know that you were going to ask him to be his vice, your vice president. Oh my God! So yeah, and and plus on top of that, Trump announced he's running in 2024. He announced that. And um, why would he? Why would he immediately drop this before any campaigning has started to become your vice president? For real, can you explain that? So yeah, you're not gonna. Oh my god, I don't know what to believe now. I I don't know what. West said that Trump was basically screaming at me at the table, telling me I was going to lose. And Look, Kanye, he's right. You you sh- you knew better. Why are you asking him to be your VP when you know he's already running? That makes no sense. And plus, on top of that, you know you should know you have no chance to win in twenty twenty four. You should know that. It makes no sense whatsoever. No sense. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. I mean that. I mean, has that ever worked for anyone in history? Yes, it has, man. He continued. I'm like, whoa, whoa, hold on, hold on, Trump. You're you're talking to Yay. You're you're Yay, man. He how he can talk to you however he wants. He's Donald J. Trump, Donald John Trump, the 45th president of the United States, a businessman who ran one of the best, um, one of the biggest one of the biggest real estate companies in the in the country. And yeah, you're talking to him like that. He has every right to talk to you like that because, like, he you're, he knows you're a threat to him when you're running. Guess what? Because if you run, man, you know you're going to take votes away from him. You know that. So you know you have no chance to win, of winning, but you know that you can take votes away from Trump. So, yeah. 
makes no sense whatsoever to me. No sense. Uh, Exactly. He's someone trying to challenge Trump. Doesn't seem very loyal to me. No, he doesn't. And I'll say the same thing about DeSantis if he runs in 2024. He's not uh, he's not loyal. Trump DeSantis, we we have to make sure that we can win. Like I'm I like DeSantis should know. Same thing with Kanye. The only way we can win is if we not only put the best candidates uh, in forward, but when we put the best candidates forward, no one else gets involved in the way because we need all the power going back behind this person. Without that, we're going to lose. That's just how it is. So yeah. Uh, almost like Kanye is some kind of something. Hmm. Yes. Very, very interesting. <laughs> Did you hear about the Balakia? Balakia? I'm botching that ad with the Bon Bon. Oh God. Okay. I'm not, pl- I'm not saying that. I'm not, I saw that. And I'm not saying that out loud. I'm not saying that. So Yeah. Why is he wearing those boots to meet with Trump? It's all, yeah. It's it's a little weird. It's almost like um, it's almost like it's intentionally happening. They're trying to divide. They're trying to divide us. That's almost like what it is. So yeah. And Metalopoulos, you said Trump lit and Kerry Lake in twenty twenty four. I think that's the second best option. I would still prefer Trump and DeSantis in twenty twenty four, but I'll take. But like the sec- if that doesn't happen with DeSantis then Trump and Kerry Lake is the next best option in, in my opinion. Now, with what now who now if you have to look at it, who is the who has the best chance of winning? Trump and DeSantis or Trump and Kerry Lake? Who has the best chance between between those two between those two? I still think it's Trump and DeSantis because they're the two biggest powerhouses and they'll that's will be the our, the best chance we have to win because they're the two big dogs. That will be the only way we can win right here, at least in my view. Yeah. And you know, uh, when I told you about um 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 Sam Seed was backing Milo um when he was going against Tim Pool, like um I'm a, I think I'm gonna play that video right here. I'm gonna play that video. Like it was a pretty interesting. I'm not a Sam Sam Cedar fan. I can't stand the guy, but he also he did play this video right here that I will show you guys right here. Give me one second. I'm bringing this up. Okay. Um. Uh. Milo, come on, come on, bring it up, bring it up. Uh, right here. I'm bringing this part up right here. I'm bringing it up right here. Uh, give me one second. Okay, I got it. I got the video right here. I got it. I'm bringing this up because this is pretty interesting stuff. But um, Tim about um Sam Cedar talking about how Milo destroyed Tim Pool. Like I said, I'm not a Sam Cedar fan, but like um we we're talking about like um um some people. Like when you say that Milo is a, like a liability, and then you have someone like Sam Cedar actually backing him up, that is something that's pretty weird, right there. That's pretty weird. Like I'm bringing this up right here. You guys need to see. Oh come on. Okay. Okay, I'm bringing this up right here. Hopefully you guys can see it. Ho- okay, I got it right up right here. I got it. here. It is, guys. Right here. Should we watch Tim Pool try and argue that the Republicans actually won and then just get completely shot down by Oh okay 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 I can't play that video then. I can't play that video then because because like um I I don't want to risk that then. I can't play that video then. Oh so yeah, I'm sorry about that guys. Um 
the fact that Sam Cedar said was say, the fact that Sam Cedar said that, so I can't really talk about it right now. So then, yeah. Uh, uh, Fenwick, um, I, I can't. I, I'm trying to figure out how how I can say it here on YouTube. Um, uh, I don't know. Uh, like, like I said, like um, something. There are things that are be are worth being looked into. So for YouTube, I have I have to word it correctly. So I can't exactly say that so yeah but like I, I well there are some things that are worth looking into I'll, I'll just say it like that uh so yeah i i hopefully hopefully i can say that so yeah but yeah but the the thing but what i wanted to what i was bringing up with that sam cedar and like milo thing is that like um it's when you say that's that i'm like a um, milo is a liability and then you have someone like sam cedar who is a leftist backing milo that's pretty weird right there like yeah, that is so. Yeah, it there's uh, something is just could be off right there. Something could be really, really off right there. Really off. So yeah, mm -hmm. it's worth looking into though. Hopefully, hopefully there's something in there. Okay, um, I'm moving on to the next topic right here today. Something that I think I'm allowed to talk about at least at least with this right here. Uh, let's see which one. Which one? Gonna, okay, I'm gonna go with this one then. Okay, mm -hmm. this one is um worth this. I'm gonna talk about this one. Yeah, mm -hmm. right here. Let me bring this up. Okay, mm. right here. So this is something I'm allowed to talk about. New York City. This is an article from Breitbart. New York City public housing official Democrats throwing millions at migrants for getting poor New Yorkers. Yeah, not surprising right here. This is something, and like, um, there's, which you see a lot of, I've been watching a lot of things that have been going on with, with a lot of Democratic candidates saying, like, there needs to be a pathway to citizenship, and like, um, people, we need, we need, we, we should have, we should allow more people to come in. Like, um, did you guys hear, like, a few, like, last week was with, um, Chuck Schumer actually confirmed the critical rate, the, I mean, actually confirmed the replacement, the great replacement theory. He actually confirmed it by saying, like, um, people, um, to this generation isn't having kids, so what we need to do, we need to bring more people over, more legals over, and like have them be have them be legalized, so they are allowed to vote and stuff like that. So yeah, you see, they, they confirmed the Great Replacement theory. Schumer confirmed it with, with when he said that quote. And I want to bring more into this, bring more into this New York um story right here. I heard mm. <clears throat> Daniel Barber, who represents New York City's nearly three hundred forty um forty thousand. Public housing tenants says Democrat city officials are throwing millions in taxpayer money at newly arrived border cro crossers and illegal aliens while forgetting about poor New Yorkers. It's not surprising. A lot of um, illegals are being pushed um, over um, 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 actually working class citizens. So, yeah. <clears throat> Barber, chair of the citywide city, um, council of presidents of New York City Housing Authority, um, tenant associates indirectly blasted plans by Mayor Eric Adams and Governor Kathy Hochul. Hochul, is that how you say her name? That is set to spend at least $600 million, million on hotel rooms, subsidized public housing, and public schools school need for thousands of border crossers and illegal aliens arriving on the border every week from Texas. Like, like Chuck Schumer confirmed the, the Great Replacement Theory, they, these people right here in New York and California, they are proving it right here. So, yeah. So, yeah. 
You see it right here. You see it right here. In an interview with the New York Post, Barber said Democrat city officials are wrapped up in getting help to migrants, even as poor New Yorkers suffer with insufficient housing and lack of job opportunities. Pretty interesting right there. They're helping illegals, but they're not helping their own citizens. Pretty interesting. The city is going to put forth a ton of money for the for these people who aren't even citizens, but they forgot about the people who live in public housing housing right here. Barber told the Post. They're going to train a bunch of people coming into this country, but those already here who apply through hoops and get in and can't get in, said Barber, who represents every person living in, in the 335 housing developments in the in the five brats as their elected president emphasis added. Hmm. I've seen better conditions in, in shanty towns in developing countries, he said. We have scaffolding, scaffolding, scaffolding that has been up for 15 to 20 years and nothing is being done. We have water that is seeping into people's apartments. We have boarded up windows that never get fixed. We need help. Why are you helping all these thousands of illegals but not helping your own citizens? You see right there? You clearly see there's a whole bunch of weird stuff going on right there. Here, It's not only confirms the great replacement theory, but he, here's what the Democrats are trying to do. Like, I'm, they're not just trying to, what I think they're trying to do is, like, they're actually, this is the problem. Like I said, I'm glad DeSantis is, is um, and Abbott are sending all these illegals out of their states. I'm glad about that. But then again, it also comes, it's all, is it a double, I'm also thinking about it. Is it like a double-edged edged sword? Why? Because like, um, when you, like, um, every 10 years, the U.S. census is taken. You, we all know that. When the census is taken, like that means that the electoral maps are changed around. And like um, the, when the electoral maps are changed around, what it is, is like um, it goes by population density, not by legal citizens. And the, and the higher population totals that, that you get, the more electoral votes that state will get. Like um, and like with California, New York, like they're they're filled, they're they have the border wide open, so they can fill in the void of not only the millions of people that are leaving California, New York, that they're also filling in the void void with all these illegals, and also trying to add on top of that, so they can get more electoral votes the next next time the census is taken. You see it right here. Like it's it, it's not a, a theory. I think this is real. Like. They're trying to build up more electoral, so they can get more electoral votes, so they have bigger influences in like the E's. And you know what word I what I'm referring to, but I just can't say it here. So yeah, uh. see, <laughs> yeah, right there. Metalopoli says, if I went across the Mexico border illegally, how much money you think they give me? Uh, no, <laughs> are you talking about coming to the U.S. or are you going to Mexico? If you're talking about going to Mexico, they would actually, they you would actually possibly get shot if you did that. Like you cannot le illegally go to Mexico. They would, you would get shot or arrested. Now, if you went through to Mexico and just came across the border, who knows? But here's another thing I I, I guarantee you guys right here: they're allowing all these illegal immigrants to come in here without due without process. And here's something I, I, I here's something I've heard before, and I think this is real. Imagine if you had twenty thousand Polish people from Poland, twenty thousand people from Poland go to Mexico and try to come across the second across across the Mexico border, they would immediately try to put a border right up and try to push them away and not allow them to come over. Why? Because Polish people are more likely are more most mo, more likely vote Republican. Most people in Poland vote Republican. Why? Because they know what tyrannical stuff is. They live through um, Nazi, 
well, can't say the word, the, but the National Socialist Party. When the National Socialist Party took over Poland in the 1930s and 40s, they live through it and know what will happen. So that's so that's why they vote Republican, and that's why they still vote Republican to this day. And I guarantee you, they the Democrats would not allow 20,000 illegal Polish people to come across the border because it would add more to the Republican side. That's just what it is. And it's not it's not a, a theory. That is what it, it would, would happen. I truly, truly believe that part right there. Truly do. <laughs> hey, Jeromeo. Hey, man. Thanks for coming by. Haven't seen you in a while. Thanks, man. I'm glad you're back. I'm glad you're back, man. I haven't seen you in a while. Like, I'm glad. Thanks for coming back to the show, man. I'm I'm glad you're still here. I'm glad you're having fun. So, like, we're having a great conversation right here, guys. Great conversation here. <laughs> but yeah, like, um, I was I wanted to play this video from CNN where they're talking about all these migrants that are coming over. Like, let's play this right here. Um, this this is from Anderson Cooper, who is probably the best actor at, on CNN. The, by far the best actor on CNN, I should say. <laughs> Texas officials said the state has now bused nearly 1,000 migrants to New York City in the last two weeks and more than 7,000 in Washington, D.C. since April. It's part of a program begun by Governor Greg Abbott as a very public dig at the Biden administration's immigration policies. New York's uh, mayor says that Texas is forcing the migrants on buses. The office of the Texas governor says that they're not, they're not citizens. You can't force they can't you can't so force people to keep people in their state that aren't away from citizens. The political back and forth, and instead just talk to the people and families riding these buses to see what they think. Here's Gary. Now the for, the amendment that allows them free freedom of travel through states that's for um, for illegal citizens. That does not apply to illegals. That does not apply to illegal immigrants. It only applies to legal citizens of the, of the country. That's what it is. These migrants at this shelter in Eagle Pass, Texas, most from Venezuela, have all just crossed the Rio Grande from Mexico into Texas, surrendered to the U.S. Border Patrol, received future immigration court dates, <laughs> and some are about to board. Most of them never even show up to those court dates, just saying. This bus... For a 1,700-mile trip to Washington, D.C., a plan started by the Texas governor in April. Some people say it's cruel. No, it's not. No, it's not. They're not citizens. this story may not be what you expect. Listen to these migrants, like 28-year-old... You can't hear it, guys? Um, I can turn it up a little more. Uh, give me one second. I'm going to turn this up. Give me one second, guys. I'm going to turn it up for you guys. Hopefully, you guys can hear it. Uh... Uh, I'm trying, I'm trying to turn it up guys. Sorry about that. Uh, let me see. Let me check this right here. Um, um, I have it at, at the max it'll go. I don't see how, it, how it's too low. Uh, I'm looking at all of it. It's my, my volumes at the, at the peak. Everything's at the peak. I just, I don't know what it is though. So, okay. You, you're just going to have to deal with it right here. I don't know what to do then. So yeah. Oh, sorry. This is Figueroa from Venezuela. Are you taking the bus? Tu eres tomando el bus a Washington, D.C.? Hoy, sí. Today, yes. Sí. Sí. Tu eres feliz? Are you happy? Sí, sí. And listen to those who advocate for the migrants. They want to go in these buses. Valeria Wheeler is the executive director of Mission Border Hope, a nonprofit organization. Yep. Which serves this board. I want to, I want to look at, bring this up right here. And hung and thanks, Jeromeo. I'm a big fan of you, man. Um, and hung in Hungary, the commie dictator Matet 
I'm I'm botching that. I'm not going to say that because I botched that. So yeah, use the Salamini technique to conquer power. He basically divided the opposition by calling them fascists and making them not willing to help each other. That's what happened in Germany in the 1930s, where the guy with the funny mustache, where he, what he said about the Jews, they literally they literally called them bad people, turned the general public against them, and that's how he they got away with it, got away with it. Because the general public turned against him, and that's why they did all the stuff to the Jews. That is what happened. Because he turned them all against each other. That's what he did. So, yeah. Border community in Eagle Pass and operates this shelter for the recent arrivals. She's aware of the political component to the long bus rides, but says many of these people want to go to Washington or New York, hmm. the two locations where the Texas state buses are going. Why, why do they want to go to New York or D.C.? Because they're going to be given free stuff there. <laughs> that's what will happen. They're just given free stuff. And you're saying no one is being forced to go on these buses. No one has been forced. They're going on it because they want to. Yes. This free ride to New York or Washington. Mm -hmm. And yeah, they're not starving, Fenwick. Shelter each day. The people who work here face an average of about 500 people daily. Many of these people have family in the United States, family with money, and in no time at all, they'll be in their family's hometowns. But other people here have no family, have absolutely no idea where they're going to go next. Genesis Figueroa has no family in the United States, but she traveled a month and a half by foot, bus, and boat to get here. She says, I got very tired. My legs hurt and I got sick. I came down with pneumonia. I was hospitalized for three days in Guatemala. Genesis says, well, Yes, Jeromeo. Migrants are not very religious, but they still come from a conservative Christian culture. But like like Carlos said, like the vast majority of like um like um Hispanics from like um Latin America, they are very they're either very Christian and have very conservative values. But whenever they come to America, they typically vote um for um for Democrats. That's what they do. Now, like some here. <sighs> A lot of a lot of them. The reason a lot of them do vote for the Democrats is because like they are brainwashed, like and they're offered free stuff. So and that's how they're they they're able to get to them. Like that's the same thing. How the Democrats, how most blacks vote for Democrats is they like um bought bought into the propaganda. And plus, a lot of black people and Hispanics are offered free stuff. So yes, you clearly see this right here. So yeah, she does have friends in Washington. So she says she and her husband are happy to take the Washington bus. Washington, D.C. has 40 hours, 40 hours. Ay, sí, es mucho tiempo. Much time. Pero ya tenemos bastante tiempo. She says, we've been on the road for so long, we don't mind two or three more days. Hmm. Cousins Luis Polito and Ainer Garrido took six weeks to get here from Venezuela. And then something horrible happened. Luis says, we left in search of a dream, but now it's a very difficult, hard situation because this trip took my brother's life. What? Tragically, you see, this is something that that I'm I'm, I'm very curious about. Like um, like people, why they're these people? What they're doing is they're risking their lives and their not only their families' lives, but including their families, their children, their friends, all their all that on their journey to get here, like to and to come here illegally. Why can't they just go to a center, a in um, like a Mexico, where they can actually be processed legally, and they'll be able to um, be legally um, allowed to immigrate here to America? Do it the legal pro way with the with the process. Why can't they do that? And plus, it's much easier to do that than to come here illegally. That's what it is. That's just how it is. Lisa's younger brother Juan disappeared when they were all swimming across the Rio Grande. 
Shelter officials had just informed him Juan's body was found. He drowned. The cousins say they will go ahead with their plans and take the Washington bus. Chicago. Luis says our destination is Chicago, but adds they will get off the bus along the route in Kentucky, and the relatives will pick them up there. Kentucky. Kentucky. You clearly see where this is going right here. They're trying to send all of these people, all these migrants, these illegal migrants, to red states. Kentucky's a red state. Why? Why are they? Why are they doing this? Why? Well, not only, like I said, not the main reason they're sending them to blue states is just so like they can get more electoral votes. Why are they sending when they're sending them to red states? Why are they doing that? It's because and also we they're and they're trying to make it legal for them to vote, legal for them to vote and to become citizens. They're trying to like change things, is what I should say. Like, um, it, it, that's just what it is. Like, they're trying to to change the culture and to change the the patterns of um the. I'm not even sure if I'm allowed to say the V word anymore either. Well, the voting patterns, I should say. What they're trying to do is like they're trying to get more and more people to vote Democrats in red states by having, by sending more illegals there and trying to make it legal for them to vote there because they know they're gonna most likely vote Democrat. Because the Democrats are basically offering them free stuff. So that's what their goal is right here, to change the patterns so that your vote, that my vote, your vote, everyone else's vote matters less. And because so the Democrats will be able to win more and more. That's what their goal is right here. The executive director here confirms the buses have indeed let off passengers along the way once they get out of Texas. The time has come for the bus to leave. Genesis Figueroa gets processed by members of the Texas State Guard. And so do cousins Luis Polido and Iner Garrido. And then 41 men, women, and children come out in the blazing sun to board the bus for the 40-hour ride. Genesis says she's ready. She says she hopes to support her family back at Venezuela by cleaning, cooking, or doing office work. Luis and Iner said they'd like to help their families by working in the restaurant business. Thank you, Infinity. Thank you. The bus pulls away. And here's something that's going to happen. Most likely will happen. These people, when they get jobs, they're probably going to be paid below minimum wage. And why? That's going to be hurting regular citizens because like, um, these people will take lower wages and American citizens won't be able to get those jobs. That that's this is the problem with illegal immigration. They lower the the, the they not they don't they they hurt Americans by taking the jobs away from them because they'll take below minimum wages because like you can get away with that because they're not American citizens and, and so yeah and the and plus they're given free stuff with with what money our taxpayer money that's what it is. Each passenger we talk to saying they appreciate getting the air conditioned bus ride to what they hope is a much better road ahead. If you were driving your car from here to Washington, D.C., and you were going at a good clip and you can here in Texas, because at some point the speed limit's 85 miles per hour, you'd make it in about 25 hours. But this bus goes slowly. It makes a lot of stops, so they do allow up to 40 hours. We were here with that bus and those people yesterday, so it's expected that bus will arrive in the nation's capital sometime tomorrow morning. Mm. Anderson? Gary Tucker, appreciate it. Thank you. Up next, the... Uh... Southwest of the, the U.S. expecting heavy rainfall this weekend. It won't bring the relief needed for long-term mega drought. As many okay, uh, as you guys get it right there, and clearly see what's going on. So yeah, <laughs> um, leftists hate USA. Tr they truly do. Yet cannot explain why a Cuban would rather drown in a Miami beach, Miami's beach, um, to reach evil neo neoliberal capitalism instead of staying in Castro socialist utopia. 
100% right there, man. 100%. I'm a Latino, um, Jerome said. Yeah, I know you are. If it was me, I would allow you to deport the crap out of all these illegals. So, yeah, if it was me, I would allow you to deport the crap out of these illegals. Yeah. Like, they should be deported. Why? The, why the, they can't be deported because, like, the federal government and Biden will not allow that. They say they have to stay here in America. They got rid of the Remain in Mexico policy. If we had kept the Remain in Mexico policy, this wouldn't be anywhere near the where it is right now. Not even close. Not even close. Manolopoli says we are being replaced. It's obvious. And it is truly is obvious. And it's not racist to state facts. It, and it is facts that we are being replaced right here. We are. It's the And like Tucker Carlson was right when he talked about the great replacement theory. Yeah. I'm sick of this crap. I don't care what kind of ist or a phobe they want to, to label me anymore. If we don't push back on this, America is done for. Maybe it's possible I'm starting to get the feeling that America is done for no matter what we do anymore. I'm starting to get that feeling. Like no matter what we do, like it's not going to be, it's going to be bad. What we have, it, it, it just will be. So, yeah. So I, I hope things work out for the better. I hope it, it does. But the, at the end of the day, we don't, I don't know. It's, it's going to get worse. I just, I just don't know, guys. Right, I'm going to try to find that clip of Chuck, um, uh, um, Chuck Schumer talking about the great replacement theory. Give me one second. Schumer replacement on uh come on where is this right here uh come on where is it okay uh where is this clip right here um uh where is this clip right here um uh Come on, where is this clip right here? <laughs> I'm trying to find it because it should be right here somewhere. Um, see if I can find it right here. Uh, is this is this it? Um, uh, let me find. Maybe Tucker Carlson talked about it. Come on, where is it right here? Um, uh, where is this right here? Uh, come on. I don't think I can find it right here. I, I, I don't think I can find it. Like, um, they pro now maybe Ben Shapiro has it. Um, I saw him talk about it. Maybe I can find a clip from his show when he talked about it. Let me find it right here. Uh, I'm trying to find it. Uh, where is this right here? As he talked about it, let me try to find it. Um. Oh, I got. I, I think I found it. This is where he was talking about it. Like, um, is this it right here? Right here. I, I found it right here. I'm bringing this right up right here. I got. I got it, guys. I got it. Let me try to bring this up. Okay. Sorry about that, guys. Sorry it's taking so long. Okay. Okay, right here. This is Chuck Schumer. Ben Shapiro talked about this. So I'm and this is the only place I can find the clip. So I'm gonna play it right here, guys. So and this proves the great replacement theory. It's not a theory, actually. And Tucker Carlson talked about it and he was called a conspiracy theorist for saying it. But and you hear it come from Chuck Schumer's mouth. Yeah.
Let's just watch this. Now more than ever, we're short of workers. Uh, we have a population that is not reproducing it on its own with the same level that it used to. The only way we're going to have a great future in America is if we welcome and embrace immigrants, the dreamers, and all of them, because our ultimate goal is to help the dreamers, but get a path to citizenship. I mean, it's an amazing statement. Okay. You heard it come from his mouth. He literally said it. That's the great replacement theory. He is a, he just said it right out. He just said it out loud. And here, and they're talking about why we're, we're have a shortage of workers. Why I'm this, my generation, I'm a Zoomer. Why Zoomers, which is my generation, aren't reproducing on at the levels that um, other generations have used, have done before. Here's why they have done it. One, they've they've tried to norm, they've been normalizing abortion greatly. It's like you're trying, you're encouraging more and more people to like them um, get abortions. That's what you're doing. Like um, like twenty five percent, like a, a was it a is it a twenty five is is it a quarter or is it a third? It's something like that of Zoomers, which is my generation, are go are not here because of abortion. That that you don't think that has something to do with it? And my generation Zoomers, they're not having kids because like. One, they're they're not they're getting they're very indoctrinated with abortion. They're getting vast a lot of abortions. Two, like they're being indoctrinated in this woke ideology uh, ideology culture. They're encouraged to not to have kids, and like and they're encur encouraged to and they're okay. I'm okay. I'm not sure. There's something I want to say. I just can't say it here for YouTube, but you guys probably know what it is. So, um, uh, uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> um, let's just say something. Normalizing something with children, we'll just say that. For I can't say it here on YouTube, but you know what it is. So yeah, they're encouraging that. Um, they're actually they're actually shaming women. They're actually shaming women for being stay at home that want to be stay at home moms. So it's like that. The, the like most women used to. They're the vast majority of women back in the day used to be stay at home moms, and now they're shamed for doing that. And there's a lot of women who do want to be stay-at-home moms, but they can't be because of how expensive things have gotten with inflation, with so you have and, and, and prices and all that kind of stuff. So you need two incomes to to and to, to like pay for rent and take care of the kids, and and, it, and so that's why you, she, they can't she, the women a lot of these women can't be stay-at-home moms and raise the kids like that. So they have to send them to public school, and when they send them to send them to public school, they get indoctrinated into the the woke left ideology system. That's what happens. That and like these people, and when these kids, what these kids are taught, they're encouraged not to have children. They're encouraged to get abortions, abortions and stuff like that. They're encouraged to believe all this woke ideology culture and stuff like that. So yeah, like so, and and plus, like um, another thing, like um, you see like the beta, the rise of the beta males too in this, in particularly in my generation, mostly. Like there's the the amount of beta males in my generation has skyrocketed. Like it, and it's not even hilarious anymore. It's not funny. Like like you see, men's sperm counts have 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 dropped dramatically. Muscular men have um have dropped dramatically. Like um women's fertility um have dropped dramatically. All this has dropped dramatically. And is this just a huge coincidence? And something that um that Mr. Billy G wants, like um he wants to depopulate the earth. They ought, not just him, but all the other elites. They're trying to get them to to not reproduce and stuff like that, encouraging them. And like he wants, to like have the population of the planet go down dramatically. So clearly, see a lot of this weird stuff that's going on right here. So yeah, it's clearly happening. Uh, yeah. 
Um, I am a Zoomer. I would love to. I would have five kids if it wasn't about boomers ruining my economic future. Do not be fooled. A lot of us Zoomers do not do 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 want to have kids, but the economy is the crappiest crap ever. Well, Jeromeo, here's what I suggest to you: have the kids anyway. Make that you got to do that, man. You have to. You, should, you like if you're if you're sing if you're not single uh, and if you are single, I encourage you to try to get a woman as soon as possible and have as many kids with her as possible. You need to do that. Like even with all this economic stuff that's been going on, you need to have kids right here. You have to. That's the only way that the future can survive. Like and like, so we cannot allow all this stuff to be going on right here. Like we cannot be allowing this to go on. We can't be. And then I'm talking about with um Billy G wanting the population to go down dramatically. Like, um, are you aware that like um I believe last week um the world um, um passed like eight billion people. So now there's eight billion people that are on that are alive on this planet right now. So yeah, like and Bill Billy G is angry about that. I guarantee that I guarantee about that, and he wants that to go down. So how's he gonna get it to go down? I don't know. We'll have to wait and see what he tries to do. So or or the other elitists, because they want it to have that have to happen as well. So yeah. Uh I I was a madman once when I discovered that Wall Street bankers financed the Russian communists during the revolution, and it was proven indeed not a conspiracy at all. Hundred percent, man. Hundred percent. Yep. Yep. And we're gonna be I'm, I'm thinking I'm gonna be talking about Russia here in a little bit too. Fenwick says people used to be poor and just have kids anyway. Yeah, and it still happens today. Like particularly in, in like particularly third world countries, you see that happen a whole lot. And like it used to be happening a lot back here in this country, and we still need to bring that back anyway. Because guess whether anyone likes it or not, we, if we, without we need our my generation Zoomers needs to have kids. Like me personally, I want to have a lot of kids. I want to have like as many kids as as possible. Like um, I'd actually like to have more than five kids because me that I because with how low the birth rates are with my generation, and with how a lot of certain things have been going on, I we need as many people as possible, and that's why when I I'm single right now, but when I do get a, a girl girlfriend, I want to have a, a and, or a wife I should say, we I want to have a whole bunch of kids because we need to have this to happen. We need this. Oh, Fenwick, I'm commented again. I never wanted kids, but I also came from a messed up family, and now the ship has sailed anyway. But if you want to do it, you should just do it. 100% agree right there. 100% agree. Like, you, we need to do that right now. We need to have that to happen. Like, I don't know how old you are. Like, um, if you are, uh, you might, if you're in your 40s or 50s, I, then you probably can't have kids because you're a, you're a woman, but uh, like, if you were at least in like your thirties, then I would suggest you have some kids. I would suggest that because like, we need that, that we need more and more people like Schumer's part partially right where we need more workers and more people to carry on the next generation. Like, but we can't do, do this by bringing in more and more illegal immigrants. We can't do that. We need to have our own people reproduce more. And what we need to do, we need, we need to encourage people to reproduce more and to have more kids. We have to, like Charlie Kirk meant when he was debating um, a bunch of college students about abortion and stuff like that, he says that he thinks we need to subsidize people to have more and more kids. And I hundred percent agree with that. I think, I think what we need to do, we need to subsidize more um, 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 pregnancy centers, subsidize them um, a whole lot. Like we need to encourage more people to have kids 
we we have to do that. Encourage them. Like tell them. Like because like that having a ch children is the greatest gift you could ever have. It's the greatest gift that God could ever give you. And we need that to happen more and more. You need like if you don't want kids, that's fine. But like I th I think it's still I think you someone needs to like tell those people like um like hey our the, the society could co co collapse in the future if with our population could go down dramatically without having more and more people to take up the workload. We have to have more and more kids. So what we needed, I if there's someone out there that would, didn't want to have kids, like someone my generation, I would like to have a conversation with them. And I would explain to them that having the children is the greatest gift that God could ever give you. That is the greatest gift you could ever ha give ha get, and nothing could ever come close to it. That's just what it would. That's just what it is. So yeah. Um, Fenwick says Gen X is the lost generation. <laughs> yeah. I like to see Zoomers bring us back to life, but it's a personal choice. Yeah, it is a personal choice, but like what I think we all need to do, like if we run into like Zoomers, we need to encourage them to have more and more kids. We do. And like um, we like and also and also X, I don't know what they're actually Gen X is actually called, but like when they get older, we need to encourage them too because we can't allow this indoctrination to go even further. We need we need to have more people be be we need to encourage more people to have kids. That's just what we need. Yeah. I hope the Zoomers will rebel against their woke parents and become conservatives. Yeah. This, uh, the midterms, like, um, it show that, um, that Zoomers are voting like 27 plus um, um, points um, for um, Democrats. That's something that needs to be worked on. So when Tim Pool says that Gen Z is slightly more conservative, um, than the, than the millennials, I think that probably is true, but what I think happened is like, um, like the when it when but the vast but the vast majority of people. Here's what I think happened: Zoomers are a teeny bit more conservative because like um not, they're not being sent into public um, schools, not nearly as many of them. But what happened is what's happening is like um there's so many of them the indoctrination got so many of them quickly before before we could get them away from them that that's why that's why they're voting de heavily Democrat. That's what there is. So yeah. Uh, I'm Gen X and I agree. The boomers put us in a tough spot. Metalopoly, you're, you're Gen X. I did not realize that. Um, you're, so you're younger than me then. I, I did not know about that. Um, yeah. So yeah, I thought you were older than much older. I, I thought I recall you saying you were a much older guy. I, at least I thought so. I, who knows? I could be wrong about that. So yeah, the boomers put us in a tough spot. hundred percent. Yeah. Boomers made us hate family life. 100% agree right there. 100% agree right there. So, yeah. <laughs> but like like um oh, <laughs> but like um when encouraging people to have more kids, like um as you guys recall, China used to have the one child policy because they're so overpopulated, but now they have the two child policy where like and they're encouraging more people to have two kids now. Because why? Because China is getting too old, and like they don't have enough people to take up the workload. So that's why they're they they moved the one they got rid of the one child policy and brought back the one and brought in two child policy though. So yeah, uh, uh, no metalopoly. Um, Zoomers are. Let me let me check that out again. Um, each generation. Let me check that out. Uh, let me bring this up. Uh, let me find this right here. Okay, uh, let me find this right here. Um, 
Okay, I'm trying to find this right here. Uh, okay. Let me try to find this right here. Um, okay. I got it mixed up. I got, I mixed up alpha then my mistake. So yeah. Uh, Okay, I got it right here. Here it is, right here. I, I'm going to bring this up right here. Uh, I got this mixed up, so yeah. Let me bring this up right here. Here it is. So yeah, um, I'm, 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 I'm a Zoomer. So I was born in 2002, so I'm a Zoomer. Zoomer started in like, it's from 19, it's people born from 1996 to 2010. So yeah, I'm a, I'm a Zoomer. Um Alpha, alpha um, they're born from 2011 to two, um, um, 2025. So yeah. So okay, okay. So yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. So yeah. Uh, you're 45. Actually, on the younger side of of um, gen, of of gen, generation of of Gen X. So yeah. So yeah. Um, okay. Uh, Zarza, um, Giomio says, I really hate marriage and cheating jokes and cheating jokes that boomers and some Gen X love to say, bro. They make young people to be afraid of relationships. And then they complain about Zoomers being afraid. Yeah. Well, I think I encourage more people to get married. I, I, now my only issue is, is like, um, I have a problem with like, um, is with how the divorce laws are set up, where like all the women, it benefits women, but all all the men gets get disregarded in it. That I do not like that part, but I still encourage more people to get um to get married because why? It's it, it makes it health a healthier relationship, and when if you have kids, it's healthier for the for the kids too because we have both parents in the household. So yeah, yeah, uh, okay, yeah, okay, you're Gen Y. Uh, uh, you're, you're the, so you're a millennial then. So, okay. Yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I picked up really bad boomer jokes. The number one cause of divorce is marriage. So <laughs> yeah. yeah, 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 but I encourage everyone to get married, especially if you're young, I encourage you to get married when you're young too, because a lot. If you get married when you're like um in your twenties, that is actually can be really good because, like, what I think you should do, like, you should be with someone for at least a year before you get married. In my view, at least one year. That, like, because you can. That's enough time for you to get to know the person. Like, if you like, if you get married with them after you know them for like a couple months, I I don't think that's a, the best idea. But now, if you know them for like a year, I think that's a good um time for you to get to know them and have your personalities mesh. Free to get married. That's just my view on that. Just my opinion. So yeah. But yeah, uh, I'm gonna get into the next topic here today. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, it's okay. It's okay, Fenwick. It's okay. So yeah. So yeah. Yeah. One sec. <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna bring up the final topic I have for here today. One second, I'm gonna bring this up. Uh, okay, like I said, I was gonna bring talk more about Russia again. I'm gonna bring this up right here. 
Give me one second. Uh, I'm talking this up. <laughs> okay, I brought this. <laughs> yeah, you are one of the good ones, Fenwick. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> GOP um, Turner, Congress doesn't need to pass 40 billion Dems Dem bills to give Ukraine 88 8 billion. Wait, wait. Let me rephrase. Let me re-say that again. Congress doesn't need to pass 40 billion Dem bills to give Ukraine 8 billion. <laughs> really, really interesting right here. So yeah, let's let's read this. Representative Mike Turner of Ohio Sunday on ABC's This Week said that Republicans were not going to pass bloated Democratic bills to help Ukraine for fight off Russia's invasion. Like I said, there's no reason for us to be even involved in something that has no business with us. The Ukraine war with Russia, had, it's, that's none of our business, and we should stay out of it. Sorry about that. Audio cut out again. Um, sorry about that, guys. That happens all the time. Hopefully, you guys can hear me right now. Like I said, that will keep happening. There's nothing I can do to stop that. So, yeah, that's just going to keep happening, guys. Like, whenever that happens, just let me know in the, in the live chat I'll so I can fix that. So, yeah. What? what? Can you hear me, guys? Yeah, I think you can hear me. So, yeah. Bruh. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, I think you guys can hear me right now. So, yeah. Mm -hmm. At least I think so. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to go right into this right here. Mm -hmm. Turner said, it's not an issue of difficulty. It's an issue of accountability. First of all, thank you for going to Ukraine. Your piece shows the op opposite of what Putin said they're, they're, said, said they're a country. They do have spirit and they're winning. I want to Ukraine on a bipartisan group for the... I want to Ukraine on a... Bi okay. Whoever said this said some really bad some bad misquotes right here for the sole for the sole purpose of telling president zelensky that he does have continued support by bipartisan support the issue is we don't need to pass 40 billion large democrat bills to send 8 billion aid to ukraine we shouldn't be sending any money to ukraine not even a penny uh, it's been very frustrating to ukrainians when we hear the larger numbers from the U united states Burgeoning Democrat bills and little amount of aid they receive. We'll make certain they get what they need. To, to the other thing, things they need is air defense, and that's actually so of uh, vulnerability on our part. Our air defense systems are so complex. We need to make certain we work with partners and pull together on air defense system they can put together to defend Kiev to defend their infrastructure. Mm -hmm. All right, did you guys um, see like what happened a couple weeks ago? Um, we're like, um, we're like, um, supposedly Russian, Russian missiles hit, hit Poland and killed two people. And, and Ukraine was saying like, oh, Russia attacked Poland. So now it's time for NATO to get involved. Now it's time to bring in article five of the NATO um, agreement. When you found out that, um, that the missile was actually a Ukrainian missile, 
because um, photos got out of it, and it was shown that only Ukraine uses that type of missile, and it exposed their bull, bull crap. And Zelensky and a lot of other people in Ukraine said, no, 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 this isn't, this isn't possible for it to be a Ukrainian tech um, missile. This has to be Russian. When, it was, when it's obvious that they lied about it, when it was just um, Russian missiles. So, yeah. And then a plus on top of that, are you guys aware that like um, with the, with a lot of the money that we, the U.S. sent over to um, Ukraine to fight Russia, we don't, and, the, and plus they didn't put it, they didn't track any of the money that what, of what, what of what Ukraine did with it. But we found out that like Ukraine used the money that we gave them to, to donate to, to Democrat campaigns in the midterms. You see that right there? They used our own money that we sent them to donate to Democratic campaigns for the midterms. You see right here? You see where this is going right here? This is and with this shows how corrupt the Ukrainian government is. Like they're willing to play the system so that they can so that they can get Democrats in power. That's what the goal is to get Democrats in power forever. That's what their their goal is right here. That's what their goal is to do right here. They're trying to make it so that they will never lose again. It's sad, guys. It's it truly is sad. So yeah, yeah. I'm sorry about that, guys, but that's just how it is. So yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh, uh, yeah. Oh yeah. Any Metalopoly says anyone else find it suspicious that Trump was impe impeached for wanting to investigate Biden's ties to Ukraine, and then right after Biden becomes president, we start sending billions to Ukraine. And then on top of that, they censored the Hunter Biden laptop story. When on the laptop, it was proven that Biden and, and Hunter, but Hunt, that Joe and Hunter, they did illegal dealings with the Ukrainian government. Well, not just the government, but also companies that work in Ukraine. Mm -hmm. Pretty interesting stuff right there. Mm -hmm. Ukraine needs weapons. Even the craziest weapons in NATO is superior to the old Soviet junk that Russia is using. They can just give Zelensky the old crap they do not use anymore. Nothing else. Uh, stay. We need to. What we need to do is stay out of it. It's none of our business to even get involved in it. What What do we get by helping Ukraine? For real, what do we get? Nothing. There's There's nothing we get by helping Ukraine. It's not even. It's not even a NATO um um, um country. And plus, on top of that, I think NATO per personally, I think NATO needs to be disbanded because all it does is just cause division between us and our adversaries. So yeah, like it pisses Russia, China, North Korea, Iran off and all the other adversaries we have off. So what we need to do is disband NATO and let every country fend for themselves. That's what I believe we need to do, at least in my opinion. My opinion. So, yeah. Let, like, Ukraine, let them fight fight that war themselves. And plus, on top of that, they're winning. Well, then again, they're winning because of the money that we are giving to them. So, yeah. Okay, let's play this video right here real quick. I want to see what they're saying right here. We... we Let's play it right here. Uh, let's, let's, let's play this. We, we give them what they need. They win. If we don't, it's going to be long protracted war. And Congressman Turner, you were recently in Ukraine about a month ago. I know you've suggested that Republicans will make matters difficult for the White House to pass more Ukrainian aid. Will you make it more difficult? And how do you view no, this? No, it's not, it's not an issue of difficulty. It's an issue actually just of, of accountability. Martha, first of all, thank you for going to Ukraine. I mean, that your piece shows what Putin um, said, uh, the opposite of what Putin said, which is they are a country. They do have spirit and they are winning. 
Um, I went to Ukraine in a bipartisan uh, group for the sole purposes of telling President Zelensky uh, that he does have continued support and he will have bipartisan support. The issue obviously should not is have any support we don't need whatsoever. to pass $40 billion large Democrat bills that have been being passed to send $8 billion to Ukraine. What we're <laughs> going to do, and it's been very Correct frustrating, metalopoly. obviously, even to the Ukrainians, where they hear these large numbers in the United States as a result of the, you know, burgeoned. Uh, yeah, Demo- okay, I, I forgot. That's a great point, Fenwick. Great point. The problem is that NATO broke agreements by expanding past the Baltic Sea. Well, I, like you're like um right when the Berlin Wall um when the Berlin Wall fell um we, the, the agreement between NATO and Russia was that NATO would not expand its borders one inch to the to the east once the Berlin Wall fell. And what happened? We broke that agreement almost immediately, and we expanded past the Berlin Wall. So yeah, Democrat bills and the little amount of aid that they receive. We're going to make certain they get what they need. And as you saw, and in your piece you said, the other thing they need is air defense. And that actually is a vulnerability on our part. Uh, we need to, our air defense systems are so complex, we need to make certain that we work uh, with partners and pull together an air defense system that they can can put together to defend Kiev, to defend their infrastructure. And, and we know what Leader McCarthy has said about this. He's not going to write a blank check. And you have colleagues like Marjorie Taylor Greene of Georgia, Thomas Macy of Kentucky, who are unlikely to support more aid. So are you really certain that Republicans will bring this to the floor? Well, I think, as, as, as Mike said, I think the majorities on both sides of the aisle support this effort. I think, you know, everybody has a voice in Congress. You know, and the fact is, uh, we are going to provide more oversight, transparency, and accountability. We're not going to write a blank check. You know, the last $40 billion package that passed, Martha, it was given to us the day of the vote. And members only had a matter of hours to go through all these pages of a $40 billion Some of it's long-term aid, though. It's not just It was long-term. And and to be honest, a lot of this went to backfill our stockpiles. However, that's not – the Republicans are not going to rule like that. We have a voice – now and we're going to do this in an accountable way and with transparency to the american people these are american taxpayer dollars going in does that diminish our will to help the ukraine people fight no but we're going to do it in a responsible way and i think it's very important that the american people understand what's at stake here if we lose in ukraine chairman she's gonna look at taiwan and the ayatollah is already all already looking at taiwan and china in this fight and Kim Jong Un now is providing artillery shells to uh, to uh, Russia to fight the Ukrainians. And, and Congressman Turner, they're going to and North Korea is going to look to South Korea. Remember, assembly. that's what's going to happen afterwards. Have long said more NATO NATO members need to give more. How no, do do that? what we need to do we, is get out of it as President a whole. Biden has held that NATO alliance together. He's got forty nations who've all contributed. How, how do you? Get them to do more. This, well, they are doing more, and, and they are doing a lot. And there's some exciting things happening in NATO. Obviously, um, where you know, Putin was saying that he was really fighting against the West, not just Ukraine and the expansion of NATO, he's now going to be welcoming uh, Sweden and Finland uh, into the NATO alliance. They were there as part of our meeting, uh, being welcomed into joining NATO. Seeing the expansion of NATO has got to be very difficult for Putin because he wanted the opposite. The entire 
um, <clears throat> Ukrainian delegation was there, and President Zelensky himself spoke at the meeting, as he has re remotely. Uh, and the, this is very important because he continues to show, as you know, uh, the resolve that, that they intend to win, uh, that they are a country and they're going to fight. And you were talking about you know, bipartisan support. The president's got some difficulties in his own party. As you know, 30 members of his party sent a letter saying, although we're for aid, you should immediately begin negotiating some form of surrender from Ukraine. The letter, was, letter, the letter was so embarrassing to the president. Well... Well, well, yes, they were not on paper, Jeromeo, but um, like we told them that we would not do that. We told them that, but we 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 told them Russia that we would not do it. And now that we're um, now that NATO is approaching on Russia's border, that is why um why Putin decided to invade um Ukraine. So yeah, like he says, the, they were not and they were only speech and speeches have zero value in international di diplomacy. I did not support NATO though, but they did not violate any promises to Russia. They didn't violate any agreement. They, they didn't, not on paper, but they still told Russia they would not expand NATO. And they still failed that. We still failed that. So, yeah. Uh, yes, yes, Metalopoly. I have seen the, the protests going on in, in, in China right now because of the zero C-19 um, 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 quota that they're trying to get. I've seen that. So, yeah. That, that the 30 members who had signed on to it had to immediately withdraw that letter. And what that letter said was, we agree to give them aid, but, the, but basically the White House should decide who lives under an authoritarian regime, under Russia, with these atrocities, murderousness, and who's going to live under freedom. That certainly isn't helpful to the White House. And, and I, I want to turn now to, to the next Congress. I know you, Congressman McCall, want to look at Afghanistan and the withdrawal. That was clearly a deeply flawed withdrawal but what oh abc exactly actually admitted it do i'm shocked that they actually admitted about it about president biden's role well I'd like to you know, we uh, the veterans deserve this first and foremost martha you and i spent a lot of time in afghanistan the way it was done was so such a disaster and such a disgrace to our veterans that served in afghanistan they deserve answers to the many questions we have why wasn't there a plan to evacuate? How did it go so wrong? Why did we, why can't I have access to the cable, dissenting cable from the embassy from the 32 or 23 employees out of the embassy that uh, basically disagreed with the administration's policies? Uh, and, and they were lied to, remember? Uh, we're not gonna fly off the, the top of the embassy like you know, Saigon. Um, you know, this is not gonna be a disaster. And it was, this was a big- Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, Jerome. Russia did make a promise to sign one of not invading Ukraine if Ukraine gives up their nuclear arsenal, which they did. Yes, but like um, like but but then but then again, like um, we cannot. Well, they even though it was on paper a signed one, still though, you, Russia Russia was promised, even though it was not in writing. NATO told Russia they would not expand one inch to the east, and they still did it. So yeah. And yeah, like um, I'm like I'm I'm gonna show you something here, guys. I I got this a few weeks ago. Um, I just haven't showed it to you guys yet. Like um, this is actually something pretty interesting. I bought this off eBay, and it's this. It's a copy of the Declaration of Independence. Like this, I literally bought I bought this. Like I want to get a copy of it. And I want to frame it. And I want to put it up here in my studio. Like this is actually something pretty cool right here. I had to get one. I might get one of the Constitution. That one will probably be a little while before I get that. So, yeah. Oh, yeah. And speaking of that, 
before I go, there's something I want to show you guys. Like, if you guys, if you guys know what, um, you guys know the "Too Late to Apologize" song. You guys are aware of that, and you're aware of the parody, like "Too Late to Order Fries." The people that made that made a parody of to that. Well, there was another parody of this made years ago, and which was which actually was like twelve plus years ago, and and like I saw this when I was in fifth grade. Oh, was it? Fifth? Yeah, I was in fifth grade. Yeah, and like my teacher in fifth grade actually showed me this video of "Too Late to Apologize," but they used the but it was with the American Revolution though. And what it was is called "Too Late to Apologize: A Declaration." Basically, the the the, the founder signing the Declaration of Independence. And so, what I want to do is, I want to play that play that video right here because, like, I want you guys to see this right here because I, I came across this like um a, like a couple weeks ago again because I forgot about it, and um like um I wanted to show you guys it. So yeah, I'm gonna show you guys this before I head out tonight. Like yeah, yeah this is something pretty fun right here. So yeah. I'm gonna show you guys this right before I head out. Like you guys are gonna, well, you guys are gonna love this right here. Give me one second. I'm gonna play it right here. One second. All right, here you go. You guys are gonna love this right here. the globe and we're standing on the ground Screaming across the waves you can't hear the sounds There's no fair trials, no trade, no liberties No tea We've colonized America We won't stand for tyranny Okay, and it's too late to apologize. It's too late. And this is really good. I said it's too late to apologize. It's too late. Paid your foolish tax, read the acts, and they just won't do. We wanna make it clear we believe this much is true. All men were created with certain unalienable rights. Among these are life, liberty, and the pursuit. Of happiness, it's too late to apologize. It's too late. I said it's too late to apologize. It's too late. Watch this part.
across the globe and we're standing on new ground. I love that. It, it, <laughs> um, and Fenwick, um, what I said, what I said was like, a, like a, you know, there was a parody of like the Order Fries one. Like there was also another parody of it, but it was this actually. Um, it's called um, "Too Late to Apologize: A Declaration." So yeah, it was just another parody of it. So yeah, <laughs> yeah, party like it's seventeen seventy six right there, hundred percent. I love, I love it. Like I was shown that when I was in fifth grade. That thing is, that video is at least twelve years old, maybe a little more. But yeah, basically it was showing like um what the basically the founders were saying is basically like put, but it was putting in what the the whole point of it was. It was made to like teach kids about the founding of America, another, but basically make it entertaining with the song. So that's what they did was they just took that par the parody. They just made a parody of "Too Late to Apologize." So. Yeah, it was really cool, guys. It's really cool. Like I had to end it with that. Like that is something really, really cool right there. So it's pretty fun. Really, really fun right there. Uh, <laughs> Osiris, he does a whole. He ends it, a lot of his shows with um with like playing like some music or something like that at the end of it. So yeah, I wanted to try it too. So yeah. All right, guys, I'm gonna wrap this video up right here. So yeah. Make sure to like this video, subscribe to this channel, share this video with your friends, and turn on notifications so we can beat the YouTube algorithm. Because my channel is shadow banned, and we need to undo that. Because my so I'm trying to get my channel to grow even more. Like I'm at 98 subscribers right now. I just I'm just we're just, just two away from getting to 100 subscribers. Hopefully I can get that soon. I'm really trying to get 100 subscribers. So yeah, guys, please please share this video with your friends and everyone else so that my channel can grow. And I need to get to 100 subscribers. Mm -hmm. Also, if you're watching this on Rumble, make sure to like this video here on Rumble and turn and, and subscribe to me on Rumble and turn on notifications and share that with your friends as well. Also, follow me on all the other social media platforms as well. I'm on all of them. And also follow me on all the other um, 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 podcast platforms as well. I'm on all of those as well. All right. I'm Ray, the host of the Ray Infinity Show podcast. This is episode number 83. Catch you guys later. Peace.